0: hello and welcome to talking baseball bbd and jolly are still at the winter meetings where a buzz is finally happening and we have had some moves and some bigger ones seem to be on the rise so let's do some talking about the baseball of major league caliber Hello and welcome to Talking Baseball. Thank you very much for joining us today. My name is Jimmy and I'm joined by, oh my God, coughing, Jolly Olive and Big Baby David who are in Nashville at winter meetings, extended their flights because the buzz is buzzing. We do have some moves to talk about. We may get some breaking news in the middle of this episode. Jake is on vacation. Trev is on vacation. I hope they're enjoying themselves. Awesome. Oh. Oh.
1: Um, not that update, but they are saying Verdugo is not being flipped to San Diego as part of the deal.
0: Okay. That that helps our number one uh, topic, which is the Verdugo trade. Craig Kimball signed with the Orioles, uh, Orioles, not Oreos. <laughs> Otani continues to be a big story. And then there's some other stuff. Oh my God. Just if you listen to the last episode with Jolly Olive and I, and we deep dove into the Braves and Mariners one, Marco Gonzalez already got flipped for nothing in return. So they already salaried. The Braves already just moved that money for, got that money back and moved Marco Gonzalez. So, I mean, I know that was our last bullet point, but I think it's as quick as that. Jolly, how are you? And hello. I am good, James. I'm glad that things are coming to life a little
2: bit on our last day here uh yeah braves moving in darkness again pirates get their number two starter which you know if you're a pirates fan uh curious to see what exactly the reaction is to that but it does improve their rotation which is cool uh and we got a big trade we got a couple signings that we can chew on a little bit craig kimbrell i'm excited to talk about with the orioles um so a lot of fun stuff a lot of yankee related stuff so i'm sure you guys will be active in talking yanks later today because Going to be some soda stuff that likely comes out within a couple hours. I've heard the word physicals and medicals, which means we're probably close to some kind of finish line. Uh, but I'm excited. It feels like winter meetings has finally uh, got its legs a little.
0: Yeah. I'm glad you guys are getting some action. When you sent the screenshot of how much we got last year versus this year, I was like, oh shit, we did get some stuff. Cause you yeah. also
1: had like a steady you
0: know, flow. <laughs> can you, uh, we also just like did a podcast for anything that happened. Right. Uh, hold on. I have uh the Zoom bug on the screen, like over your faces. I just went to try and click it, but there's four different monitors for that mouse. I couldn't figure it out, so I'm asking that to come in. All right. Anyway, we're gonna get into the Verdugo trade first, but I before I even do that, I want to say I, uh, let the listeners of this show know had a very humbling um uh experience or or moment today when uh I got told the. Some data from the Spotify wrapped for creators. So I just want a big thank you to everyone. And this is just Spotify, which isn't in the top two ways. This podcast is consumed um, iTunes podcasts and YouTube, but the numbers were crazy. Um, Top 10 podcasts for 72,000 people. uh, Top five for 51 and number one podcast for uh, uh, 15,000 people. I like when silent. Maddie told me this uh during we were filming an episode of Morning. So you can go see my reaction, but I was crazy. So I mean, I hope that's I think that's very rewarding for Trev, Jake, Beebs, myself, and uh really, really, really cool. So thank you guys very much for that. And um subscribe to the YouTube if you haven't. Appreciate you. With that, I gotta tell you that the Verdugo trade is being brought to you by Waterboy, which is um stuff you put in your water to make yourself more hydrated and healthier, which I have been loving doing that these days. So Waterboy is a hydration powder scientifically formulated to cut your hangover time in half. There are other hydration packs on the market, but nothing comes anywhere close to fighting those Sunday scares like Waterboy. Also love their logo and their hat. I wonder if they still have that around.
1: branding is very cool. This is I mean, this is a real story. The first time we did the ad read with them, the that the people might remember here because we talked about how much we liked the hat they sent us and the guy in the package is cool. we like we blew through the two bags they sent and I think our sales team like told them we like need you to send more so we like have yeah. around for other ad reads. But yes. yeah. Uh but yes, yeah, yeah. so but we we really enjoyed it.
0: When, I don't, when I'm working, I don't drink enough water, so I get lost, and uh, those help me out. Double it up. So hundreds of thousands of people already trust Waterboy as their hangover cure. It's time to stop dealing with that anxiety alone. For a limited time, our listeners get an exclusive 15% off discount with our link at waterboy.com slash baseball. That's 15% off at waterboy.com forward slash baseball. It's time to hydrate this holiday season. Jolly, I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this trade. Uh, Verdugo goes to the Yankees one year of control uh, for three guys that aren't names. Anyone's probably heard of. Like, had you heard of Greg Weissert, Richard Fitz or Nicholas Judas? I believe his name is.
2: I knew Weissert because, you know, Yankees baseball usually aren't in the office. I saw him pitch a couple times. Uh. Was not aware of Dick Fitz's existence, but apparently he's got some good stuff that fits into his repertoire, so I'm happy for him that he's going to get a cool shot. Uh, but yeah, Doogie's the big piece here. Uh, I think it's not it's not a bad piece. I think a lot of people were instantly like, oh, he's going to be part of the trade, but I think he fills some areas of need for the Yankees. He's got go- good arm strength, you know, good plate discipline, doesn't strike out a ton. He's been right around league average. He's obviously not the marquee piece that the Yankees are going to add because I'm sure talk at length about that later on uh when it does eventually happen uh but doogie you know he's just kind of a a placeholder and something to put in the corner outfield that's not like the level of maybe jake bowers or billy mckinney so it, it, it is a step up in my opinion it's just kind of weird because the Yankees and Red Sox, I think, haven't traded since the Stephen Drew trade, which I think was ten well, years ago. Is there there was
1: there was uh, an Adam Ottavino straight up salary dump.
2: Okay, that um, that counts. So I guess since yeah. then. But point being, it's it's always a it's little rare. bit weird when the biggest rivals in the sport trade. It's like the, the Dodgers or Giants trade, which I feel like they never do. Um, so I'm also your
0: vibe on it too. I don't know why the Red Sox. Uh, okay, I know that you know, Verdugo got benched last year and i right. believe his numbers Jake read them on Talking Yanks. They were actually really good up until like September something. Um and then he and then he got benched and uh Cora had a whole spiel about how the culture of the Red Sox uh you know, they lost some of the culture, they lost something today like big like uh, the team. Oh, i remember that. Yeah. So that was interesting on a uh, on August 26th uh let's go here. On September 2nd he had a slash line of 280 343 452 795. That's pretty good. Uh you know, the you want the OPS to be in the 800s, but last year that's actually like really pretty good. And then he had a really bad end of September. I think that was post kind of the benching and all that stuff and vibes were bad so I'm hoping on that like really bad. Uh he had a one seven seven OBP in the last 19 games which tanked all of his numbers to where they are. But Yankees need a lefty, they need a non-strikeout bat and they need an outfielder so he checks all those boxes. The Red Sox seems like they just wanted to get rid of him. If that's the case, if you just wanted to get rid of him, I I would have assumed they would take a lesser package from an out-of-division, non-Yankee ball club. So, you know, unless they think this is like a saboteur mission, I don't understand. They didn't get anyone back. I mean, Weissert wasn't going to be part of the Yankees' bullpen this year. He was going to be riding the bus at best. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, Richard Fitz hasn't pitched an inning in AAA. A. So there's just so much left. I understand it's just one year of Verdugo and you don't get a lot, but usually you get like something that's going to plug a hole in your team. Like I, they just, I, I am shocked that no other team ma- could match this where the Red Sox were like, um, I'd rather get one less than give him to the Yankees and the potential pain of him hurting us. That's where I'm very confused.
1: I'm surprised, especially with um the rumors swirling about uh a trade between the Yankees and Padres that could happen by the time this episode's even out, that they wouldn't have like waited for that to like be willing to eat Verdugo's money in a trade with the Padres and like buy a prospect, sort of like I mean, we just saw Jolly's Mets do that at the deadline where they right. paid Sally to get like you can get a real prospect if they if you were to give the Padres for Dugo for free on the books. Like they're trying to be good. So, yeah. I, I mean,
0: you a, usually it's like, side. uh it's like a guy that's ranked like in the twenties in your system for rentals. None of these guys were ranked in the Yankees org.
1: Yeah. Like Fitz is a guy that like in my like deep cut nerd corners of Yankees internet, like people are interested in him and it's like a, if he has his best case scenario, it seems like he might debut this year and similar ceiling to what people think Weissert might be from from the couple of things I've ever read about him. But
2: yeah, I mean, I think it just the most interesting to, by far. I but. think it just goes back to there were probably other suitors. I feel like a lot of teams could have used a corner outfielder, including I I hate to always do this, but including the Mets who have like a hole in left field. I'm not saying that a lot of fans would have been happy with the answer, but like there's a lot of different ways the Red Sox. Could have gone with this. So When it happened, we were very, very shocked at the bar. BBD was in pure disbelief uh, over our drinks and then instantly bolted out to get ready for Yanks. Uh, My instant reaction was kind of just like laughing because it it seemed like a fake tweet. And like, you know, I'll put my hands up because when Jake pitched it on Talking Yanks, I was like, I don't think that's going to happen. That seems like way too out of left field. There's so many caveats to that. It's a Yankees-Red Sox trade. And here we are. So I'm well, re- we thought it was
0: gonna be Glaber for Verdugo, and we're totally wrong there. Yeah. Like totally wrong. The fact that the Yankees, that Verdugo's a fit for the Yankees, we were right, but I don't think anyone was really countering that. People sure. were saying like, Glaber's way too much, and they were right. Uh but that's I'm so confused by it. This is there's more likelihood that the three guys never impact a Red Sox season. Yeah. Than they do. And I mean and- and I just feel like if you were going to go trade for three guys that there's more likely, then you wouldn't give them to the Yankees. Not saying, like, people might be like, it's just one year. You never, pay- okay, that's I agree, but then you would just go trade them to a, the the Diamond, like any other team, and not the Yankees. So that's weird.
2: I mean, the, the biggest thing it tells us is what the trade market is going to look like, because if someone who is – A league average corner outfield bat the past two seasons with still plus tools who's under 30 years old and can be a productive big league player is going to go for three pitchers who might not ever see sustainable big league playing time instead of someone like Glaber Torres. That gives you an idea of how advantageous the trade market can be. And like we've heard a ton of rumors with like Tyler Glass now and all these other teams trying to, you know, curve their way out of the free agent market to trade for starting pitching instead of signing it in such a bulky market. Uh, that maybe we see more deals get done in the near future. Maybe this is kind of the floodgate opening in that capacity. But yeah, I thought it would cost more, and I thought the destination would be different, and that makes it all the more interesting for me.
0: And there was a lot of speculation that he may be flipped to San Diego because he's way cheaper than Soto. So you're you're getting money off the books, but you're still getting a you know a average to above average outfielder to replace Soto for one year while you're still trying to be competitive. And then it's also, well, they were trying to give Grisham, make the Yankees say Grisham as well. So is this the Yankees saying, we don't need Grisham. Stop. We already got him. Like, I, I think it was definitely the timing was definitely involved in the Soto negotiations, which are intensified and coming to a close per kind of the vibes everywhere. So that's one Red Sox player who enjoys looking, uh you know, like a Red Sox. Another player who enjoyed looking like a Red Sox goes to the Orioles, Craig Kimbrell. And uh, he's going to look good in the Orioles uniform as well. Really good. So Kimbrell goes to the Orioles. Um, It's crazy he's still around. I remember there was that year he could not sign, and you thought he was going to be, like, gone. Um, Turns 36 next season. Um, They have such a good bullpen, like, I don't know where he slates in there. I don't know if they know. I don't know if that matters anymore. I don't know if Kimbrell would give that up. Do you know that, Jolly? Like, where do you think he slates? And would Kimbrell at this age, and has he already, like, given up the closer role? Like, has he, or or is he going to be a guy that's like, no, I'm the closer?
2: I, I think he's not going to be the kind of guy that's like I'm only signing where I can be the closer because I think Kimbrel is just I, it's exactly what you referenced before I think he's just happy to still be playing in the game in a serious capacity and Danny Air did really step up in a massive way for them after Bautista went down and kept that bullpen afloat and upright so I think it is his job to lose at this point um the the Hall of Fame guy in me kind of wants Kimbrel to keep racking up saves so that he his case continues to get legitimized because. We're seeing guys like Billy Wagner have a tough time getting in, but Kimberl, I think this is a, a great landing spot for him. I'm glad the Orioles are showing signs of life and spending money because we didn't really see them linked in any rumors. In fact, uh, for 2024, they have the lowest guaranteed payroll of any major league team a year after winning 101 games. That means they're behind teams like the Oakland A's, who are at 38 million, and the Pittsburgh Pirates, who are at 41 million. So, them spending some cheddar is a good you know signal for fans that hey okay maybe the front office isn't going to totally just try and be crafty maybe they're going to make strides to improve this team and is a great weapon he's coming off a great season in his age 35 season i want to say i think a lot of people might remember how that season ended with the implosion in the nlcs against the diamondbacks but altogether he's put together three good years in a row after being on the brink of basically being out of baseball when he was in chicago Um, So I'm excited for Orioles fans. It's one of those fits where I can instantly see it in my brain and it makes sense. Um, Unlike, you know, the Verdugo trade we were just talking about where I'm having a tough time, like picturing him in a Yankees uniform. I can see Kimbrell in an Orioles uniform and he's going to fit in with, as you mentioned, a a really, really talented and young bullpen. And hopefully he can instill some wisdom and uh, continue to uh, progress deep into this really good major league
0: career. That's all. I agree with all of that. I, I was looking at his save numbers. He had 23 last year. Alvarado had 10 year before that with the Dodgers. He had 22. That was by by and far the most. So he may want to be the closer or or I don't know. I'm interested to see like how, how that shakes out. I guess um, my,
1: my lean on it thinking about the Orioles is for them, Bautista had Tommy John, and and being a reliever, he doesn't have to get stretched out in the rehab and stuff. But they have to operate like he won't return next year. And Cano, well, he filled in admirably in that role. Did spend most of the year as like the best setup man in baseball. So yeah. they like him returning to that role. And uh, and Kimbrel is obviously used to the closer role. I, I would I would imagine their current like day one plan is is Cano in the eighth, Kimbrell in the ninth is their most common permutation of that bullpen. Um, but in, uh, in, in a bigger sense of the Orioles, they're they're a team that emphasizes their bullpen.
0: Do we know nothing about the deal?
2: Uh, I don't see money anywhere. I think it's just like about to be confirmed kind of thing. And I, I think when you're at a slow winter meetings, that's kind of what you have to take as Holy Grail. Like any, anything more than interest like once you start getting words like intensified or stuff like that then i think you can start believing it but yeah i don't i don't know the money i'd have to assume it's it's nothing crazy i want to see what exactly the phillies gave him last year um
0: well he had a one-year deal for 10 million guaranteed last year
2: he had a good year so i assume it's probably in that ballpark again right i'd say yeah oh,
0: maybe he wants an option
2: yeah. um and he's maybe pro- the team wants an option yeah. It's going to partially set that relief market too, which is fun because there's a lot. That's
0: Yeah, that's what I was going to pivot to because there's, you know, does, does this affect the hater market at all? Uh, the AAV, it might. Yeah. The, um, Jordan Hicks, other people, so. Yeah, I mean, those guys are definitely going
2: to look at multi-year deals. They're definitely a little bit younger, um, but I, I do think for like, you know, some of the other established guys, like Hector Neris is probably going to get a, a nice contract somewhere. He had a good year. Matt Moore pitched for like three teams, but he was terrific for a second season in a row. So that level of guys, I think this, this partially sets the market for them. And maybe, maybe it'll open the floodgates. Cause I think like a flurry of bullpen moves would be kind of fun. Cause you know, every team can use an extra reliever.
0: Yeah. I just don't, I wonder what this means for the Orioles. They need to go get pitching. I yeah. like, you know, I'd be cool if they went out and spent and got like, uh, you know, one of the, one of the big guys, I don't think they're going to go get like a five-year guy. I think they're going to try and get their best two-year deal they can when that market kind of shows itself. I don't know who that is. I mean,
2: as it stands, like they have a rotation. They have Grayson Rodriguez. They have Wells. They have uh, Dean Kramer and Braddish. Like they have that one spot to fill. You just hope that this is a sign that maybe they won't bargain bin shop for who's supposed to be like a frontline established ace for them. Like I'm hoping they – are in that like Eduardo Rodriguez competition a little bit, that level, that tier of starting pitcher where it's going to be a four or five year deal. Cause you want it to be a long-term answer. Cause we're looking at a long window for the, audience. so I'm hoping this is like a, a, a sign that maybe they're going to be. Yeah. A different free agency.
0: They lost Gibson. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bradish was awesome. Like, but
1: yeah. When great, when Grayson came back up, he was great. Yes. The entire rest of The regular season. Yeah. So, right.
0: Do they lose any? They lose means after twenty twenty four. He's going to be a free agent, and you can't really bank on him being a huge part of
2: the rotation. He is great, but he's only made six starts in the past two years because of injury.
0: Yeah. So who are they going to get? They need to go to a starter. I don't think they're going to get any offensive like big. Piece. I don't think
2: they need a position player. Really, I mean, maybe... I don't think so either.
0: Yeah. So I think they need a starter.
2: Because Jackson Holliday is probably good. They said yesterday he's probably going to start the season with the team, which I'm not super yeah. shocked by. They have He's infinite the kids. Number one. Yeah, they have infinite kids. They're just spawning out of trees. So I'm sure that uh, they won't sign any big time bet.
0: I think they're going to be in that, like, um, Loren, uh, Lorenzen, Flaherty, Clevenger, Lugo, Waka range. Like, they're all predicted to get two years. Manaya, Giolito. Like, I think they're going to try and just see what that market is and grab one or two of one of those guys.
2: I like Waka for them. But, yeah, that's about the only name there that I think you can pass and be like, okay, it's something.
0: Yeah, Stroman. I don't think they're gonna do that. Story. He's gonna get. He's gonna get like twenty AAV, twenty mil. I think they're gonna try and guy go and get a guy that's gonna get around ten annual in two years, like a two for twenty starter.
2: That sounds like Michael Walker, maybe.
0: Yeah,
1: like I'd like that. I'd like that for them. that's a team he hasn't checked off yet. And if they did that, and then maybe also like did a maybe it's a reunion with Flaherty or or. One of the G. Lito, like that tier of guys who are going to look for the, the pillow contract and uh, try to make it all click. Um,
2: or maybe they're also involved maybe, maybe in this trade market too that's like developing because they're starting pitchers. Infinite out prospects. You no, know,
0: Corbin Burns. Yeah. Wow. Burns, glass now, glass now. It's too much orange. He can't, it's too tall. Uh, <laughs> all right, we're going to move on. Some Otani stuff, some Roberts uh, talking about Otani, some little small signings. And the next part of the show is brought to you by DraftKings. You can download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code TALKIN, T-A-L-K-I-N. New customers can get 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on basketball. Only at DraftKings Sportsbooks with code TALKIN. The crown is yours. Start the timer. Here we go. Gambling problem call, one gambler New York call, 877 877- 8 HOPE NY or text HOPE NY four six seven three six nine in West Virginia. Visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org on behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort. must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details and state-specific responsibility, gambling and resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Teams at Sportsbook.DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. Terms, not teams. Uh, all right. All right. Otani's still the big name.
1: Um, I don't know. Just Aaron Boone walked by us, and he has a smile on his face, like a, like a big. Can speech.
0: you ask him? Say Jimmy's here. Can you uh, like to ask him a question? Uh, he away, he,
1: he like was walking by with
0: speed. He only walks with a purpose, yeah. <laughs> which to be
1: fair, like anybody with the Yankees does, because they all get hounded. If you took, it's hilarious watching you any other teams get like asked questions compared to what the Yankees get. If you took
0: Boone's winter meeting walking pace, which I've seen a bunch now, and you took Heyman's, <laughs> Boone would would finish a mile four laps before Heyman finishes. I was going
2: to say five laps.
0: I don't think Heyman finishes a, a, a lap around a track at his pace.
2: I've seen him in three different spots. Just He's,
0: like... he's hogging every lane. <laughs> he goes backwards at one point.
2: He doesn't understand the concept of the fast line. We don't need to get out of here.
0: <laughs> uh so yesterday they asked Dave Roberts if they've met with Otani, and he says he like pauses for four seconds. Yeah. Because you're not supposed to mention it. And then he says, I wish I if I could find the audio, I'll find it. Because it's like 10 seconds later. I have
2: the I have the quote. I mean, he said that they, they did meet and that he thought it went well. Because everyone in the room knew that the Dodgers met with Shohei Otana. I mean, we we can we can take ourselves a little seriously. You know, we could not have to pretend that storyline was was so bizarre. Do you have the audio? Yeah. Um,
0: It's a good
1: possibility. I I think that. um, um, Yeah, we know. You know, I don't want to like to be
0: honest. (laughs) So that's the crux of it. He definitely knows, hey, they told us not to do this, so Tony wants it all private. He does four seconds, and then he goes, yeah, we met with him. I'd like to be honest because I'm a grown fucking man, and I'm not going to just lie to you about something that does not matter. Yeah. And I could not believe the sentiment on Twitter, which I don't go on that much, but it was a fun day yesterday for Soto reasons, that they were like, Robert's blew it. You weren't supposed <laughs> to say it. Roberts is so dumb. It's like, shut up. Aaron, we have Jimmy with
2: us right now. He wanted to check in if anything's going on. He's doing okay. He's do you want to come say hi? Do you want to come say hi? All right, I'll let him know you said hi. Aaron Aaron, Aaron wants you to know he says hi.
0: All right. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Hi, (laughs) Booney. I can report a smile.
0: So yeah, I mean, that's ridiculous. Roberts didn't say anything that no one knew. Yeah, yes. I mean, we it's, met with him. It's we so, had,
2: like there, there were reports after that he looked kind of sheepish after someone had talked to him. In in my opinion, I, I didn't see that kind of emotion from him. I think the rest of the presser was, was.
0: Well, the GM did come out and say, yeah, I was surprised he did that. We're not supposed to talk about him. And then Roberts responded and was like, I'm not going to lie. Yeah, that's also, a direct any question. Way
1: give anything away
0: know oh, that they met. They're one of the
2: main two suitors. Everyone has predicted this for like since the end of last season. Everyone knows that they're meeting yeah. together. I
0: know I, Otani's the darling of everything, but I couldn't believe people were like trying to rip Roberts for this. He didn't say shit. He said basically, yeah, it is light outside. It looks like a nice day.
2: And like if you want to play and that, was told, you're not supposed to talk about the weather. Like, I guess Schneider did do a better job in his presser, which was also just as mobbed as the Dodgers one in terms of not revealing anything. Like, people were asking him, like, how he looked tan, and maybe they were in Florida, and then that report came out later that they met in the Florida Complex League. But it's all just, it's all stupid. It's all just headlines made out of nothing. Because It's nothing-
0: becoming a little too much for me. To it's be a little
2: too much to be around. You
0: know? It's, uh... I don't understand it. Otani should sign. There was a big sentiment when Otani did this the first time that he met with too many teams that he had no interest in, and uh, some teams were upset about that. Now maybe Judge did that last year with the Giants, and and, and some of it is to drive up a price, obviously. But I, I remember, uh, I remember that being sentiment when Otani did this, where you know Cashman had like uh, he had a quote like, "What was his quote?" He said uh, like, "Hustle money" or.
1: I I can't recall the exact quote, but especially that first go around with Otani when he, when he first came over, where like his because of when he came, his market was pretty limited, so it's not like he could be blown away by a money offer. Like it, like it was pretty much just about where did he want to sign with the the way the bonus pools all all go and stuff.
2: We didn't even talk about the weird beef with the Cubs going on now too, because apparently Bob Nightingale like prematurely reported that. Their optimism waned and then Jed Hoyer had something to say to him, like pretty much around where we're where we're sitting. And then the reports changed after with the Cubs. So I don't know, man. It's just it's, that, it's getting a little exhausting. I think that happened like right in front of us. Because the like, Chicago right setup here. is right to our right. So it, it would have happened right there. I don't know that we were around, but it was it's all very bizarre, very exhausting, and there's no update. So I'm just so sick of talking about. It
0: almost a little like and effect where Otani's camp is like, you're not allowed to talk about it to the Now it's the point where like we're talking about that can. rule yeah. instead of the normal shit. And it's like, why can't we say we met with you? They're also the
2: only three teams that are still in. Of course, they can talk about it. What is he going to do?
0: So anyway, I stand with uh, Dave Roberts on this Dave situation.
1: Night, One of the nicest guys uh, ever. So I like yeah, him. He's really nice. We're
0: Almost, almost. Um Eric Fetty's coming back to the state, signed a two year 50 million with the White Sox after winning the Cy Young and the KBO. Uh, congrats to him. Kirby Heck? Yates. Kirby Yates goes to the Rangers. One year six million, which means Kimbrell definitely got 10 million, I think. And Karen signed with the Astros for two years 12 million. So no more machete.
2: Maldonado. Yeah, those were fun moves, I guess. But you, you'd you like bigger stuff to happen around it. Fetty's yeah. in. I don't know how that's going to go because I th- Foolish made a good point that uh, Josh Lindblom, also one KBO MVP, came back over, got a nice deal from the Brewers and then was still not awesome at the major league level. Maybe Fetty will be. Who knows? I'll root for him. I'll nice guy. I know. It's not my division.
0: OK, I just asked Joe's McFly uh, Cashman said It was false hustle. Okay. He didn't like Uh how like how many times they met and had a conversation if you had no interest. Is that a term? False False hustle. Hustle. False hustle. He said like he made the Yankees false hustle. Like, come on, hurry up, hurry up. You know, like (laughs) your offer. And then like it was like, you know, you were never signing with us. So anyway. Otani is awesome. He's the best player. It's very cool. I did like uh Joe's tweeted out yesterday like a joke tweet of uh, half joke half real you know because nothing actually matters about like come on Otani, just do it it's like stop going on all these like trips and being selfish just sign and let the rest of the market go and someone in the same vein of like being like jokingly uh, trolly I guess was like he's just a DH anyway which is really <laughs> funny <laughs> it's really funny because next year he is kind of anyway um, I would like Otani to sign so we get the rest
2: yeah me too
0: Right before we leave, it would be
2: fun to have like a little frenzy and then get on a flight. Kind of fun. And
0: I don't see why it would take longer than the next week.
2: And people thought it was going to
1: happen before we even do this. Like people thought he was going to. If
0: it it goes past Christmas, I think that's weird. Because what's happening? Obviously, we don't know behind the scenes, but like you have your teams, you have your offers. Yeah.
1: We're going to like need the 30
0: for 30 if that happens. Yeah. Well, no. Because right. that's the decision all over again. Yep. I think that's Cool. It. All right. We're on call for this potential Soto News, so wish us luck. Might have happened by the time we listen to this. Thanks again to Jolly for filling in. Jolly Olive, subscribe, follow. Thanks.
1: Jake sucks.